Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Daria. Talking to me? Hello and welcome to Arya Talking to Me, a podcast about Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. This show is hosted by me, Ben Vanell, and my friend Adam Knox. G'day, Noxie. Here I am. That's me. I'm the the I'm the bringing in the big guns here. You riding me like I'm a dragon, ready to placate any awkward situations that are going on between Spe- two warring factions. Speaking of big guns, I don't know if you saw this in the news. I know you've been very busy uh, and you're like overseas. So I don't know if they report on this over there in the UK. They don't have the news here. No, it's all Shit. just... It's all girls with tits in the fucking papers here. <laughs> what about the town crier? Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> did, he, did he come past ringing his bell? Um, if he did, he would have been shouting... Game of, uh, sorry, <laughs> House of the Dragon, episode one, premiere, the largest premiere, the most views of any HBO show ever. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a little video that someone took of like an apartment building that they were outside of and all of the windows were open and uh, it was like 50% of the windows were all changing color at the same time because everyone was watching House of the Dragon. Yeah, I saw that, that as well. Cool. I uh, I mean, we talked about it, you know, the week before last, not really sure what the um, what the interest level still was in Game of Thrones, but clearly it's bigger than ever. People tuning in at least to see if the first one's any good. And like yeah. we said last week, it was. So I imagine that, yeah, this is going to be a successful show. It seems like it. And look, from this second episode, I'm into it. It's, it's yeah. doing all the stuff that early Game of Thrones did with all the, the garden walks and the weird mm. intrigue and the political fuckheads. That, um, I, and it feels like an exact middle ground between being close enough to that original, but also fresh enough different characters where like Damon's not the same type of villain that anybody mm. really was. Mm. It's, it, it's, it's working for me. I don't want to... <sighs> I wish I remembered their name, so I shouldn't do this. But I did see someone either email it or maybe talk in one of uh, one of our groups for our other podcast, saying, "Knox, what do you? Why can't you see? Like, why can't you see how this show will be interesting? It's not just, uh, um, it's not just the same as Game of Thrones, because family intrigue is, you know, it's like well they're different people. But I think that's something that we sort of sort of worried about before we saw it is like." Well, we haven't seen it yet, so we don't know how to, how it'll be different, how it will take a and very similar, you know, overall plot, overall concept and make it fresh. But it definitely has. And that's the thing is different people can be different people, but like characters tend to fit into certain types of character. Right. Uh, 
whether or not they're different people, especially when you're in the same like setting in terms of not even just the world, but like the same court and the same rules and the same like uh, tensions politically and whatever. So like, mm. it, it it is. You're right. Tough these are not. Make. The, the, when you write something fictional, you have to make it up, and you tend to rely on existing tropes, and that's why it was a concern because they're not exactly. real people. And if, <laughs> and if it's just a combination of two different people, if if it's if it gets too close, or if it's just like ah, oh, it's this, but the twist is now this one's a coward or whatever, yeah, then yeah, yeah. it can feel um, <clears throat> boring and and repetitive. But um, this isn't feeling like that so far. Not at all. Uh, another bit of news on the Newswire. Uh, it's already been renewed for season two. So, hey, there you go. It's it's all full steam ahead. House of the Dragon is the new Game of Thrones and everybody's loving it, I think. Full uh, smoke ahead. Okay. Because that's what dragons bring. Oh, okay. Not particularly angry. I thought we were going to do a bit of, like a special stoned episode of Are You Talking <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dude, um, Dream Blunt Rotation is like Jon Snow, yeah, like that yeah. fucking hot crossbow chick. Oh my god! No, she, she didn't so even have a crossbow. Cool. It was like a vertical bow, it was she a regular was, one. She Dude. was so chill, though. She was totally chill. Do you reckon they even fucking have Zar over there? <laughs> I reckon if they don't, we could invent it and we'd be fucking rich, dude. Holy shit, dude. (sighs) Um, So, so yeah, it's great. And uh, and certainly, Ari, you're talking to me. Listeners are back on board. We've got some uh, emails uh, in between episodes. So before this uh, latest one came out, um, I thought I'd give them a bit of a read. Um, So first one here we've got is from Sebastian. And he says, hello from Chile. Thank you. Hello. Hello, hello uh, Sebastian from Chile. First first time writing to your awesome pod. Great way to start your email. I love that. Sebastian, I was going to, because your name is Sebastian, I was going to call you the crab feeder because Sebastian's a crab in the little mermaid. Oh. But now I'm not going to sink so low. Yeah, this, I think Sebastian's a hero. He's not, he's not a villain like the crab feeder. And he, he also specifies, I am not a doctor or a nurse. So that's good to know. Okay. But when I saw, but yeah, keep that in mind for the rest of this email. When I saw the wound of the king, I immediately thought that he has leprosy, or that is, it is a consequence of being inbred. What do you guys think? I hope that episode two doesn't reveal it, or this email is pointless. I'd love if every email from now on ended with that. <laughs> I hope that the next episode doesn't reveal that, or this. Email I hope is that pointless. the second episode doesn't have maggots eating one of his fingers that seems to be rotting away from leprosy, or yep. else this email. <laughs> Congratulations, Sebastian. You are a doctor or a nurse because yeah. it does seem like leprosy or something. It seems, I mean, yeah, whatever it is in world, it's absolutely the most reasonable thing to uh, to assume it is. So, yeah, good work, Sebastian. This was on Tuesday, August the 23rd, six days ago. So this is a legitimate prediction that appears to have come through. Damn, uh, come true. he was ready way in advance for this. He's a leper prepper. Oh, and that's also good. If we could have rhyming uh, descriptions of all of our emails. That'd be sick. He says, keep up the awesome work. And then in brackets, sorry if I wrote poorly. I don't really write in English often. Mate, you fucking nailed it. You write better English than me. So good for you, Sebastian. I'm, I'm trying to imagine how to spell leprosy right now and I don't have it in my head. So well done. <laughs> um, but yeah, good, good stuff from Sebastian. We got one from Tim here that says, hey, Ben and Adam. Hey, Tim. <clears throat> Hi, Tim. So... 
so glad you guys are back talking Game of Thrones. It really does feel good to be back in the universe that is familiar. In a sense that, like you said, we know that the Targaryens are still in power for a bit, but unfamiliar in how things in this specific series will pan out. Yes, totally, totally agree. <clears throat> I wanted to write in about the symbolism of Viserys on the throne and how it's literally killing him. In the episode, the maesters are examining his wound from sitting on the throne, and the show makes it a point to show him getting pricked on his hand. It's a nice callback yeah. to Cersei saying, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. I don't know if that's literally what she meant. I'm f- uh, that happy was to... All more about stakes, yeah. I didn't think that, that... I mean, that is like, you know, everyone's out for blood and, and sort of a different thing than like heavy hangs the crown or whatever this right. more is. Because, yeah, um, I, I think we talked about that a little bit too, right? Of, of That they were doing that. And yeah, he's, uh, Tim also says, I agree that Viserys may not be around long. Excited to see how his potential death will affect the Targaryen family and the realm. And here's the interesting part. Also, my wife and I are expecting our first child. So any recommendations of shitty Targaryen names and or Game of Thrones-esque names with extra consonants are welcome. Keep up the great work, Ooh. Tim. Yeah, nice. Um, mm. Miguel Sapochnikt. Oh, yeah, okay. And that's the first name, just the fir- full first name. Okay, and the sur- middle name could be And, and the surname can be Ryan Condal. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Condal. Yeah, you yeah, you got to yeah, chuck yeah, the yeah. little P or something at the end. Absolutely. What else have we got here? Uh, Kieran writes in, says, Hey, Arya boys. I came very late to Game of Thrones, having just watched it last year after it all wrapped, so it's very cool going on in House of the Dragon day one and being able to watch it along with everybody else, as well mm-hmm. as listening to your recaps each week. It is cool, Kieran. It's very cool. You're, but you're being the coolest person that I know, for sure. Yeah. For an intro episode, I thought this was really strong. We agree. It introduced political machinations, featured some brutal violence, and showcased medieval boobs. The trifecta of Game of Thrones elements that nicely brings everybody back into this universe. He's yeah. not wrong. He's not wrong. It ticks. It ticks three boxes. Um, he's a very professional interested. Professional reviewer. That's right. He's interested to see where Matt Smith's character goes, and while he's not nearly as unhinged as Joffrey at the moment, uh, Kieran gets the vibe that he'll be similar in that any scene with him will advance the plot more than others. Pretty good observation, I reckon. He's important like that, but I think that not to get too ahead of ourselves, and maybe we'll start talking about the episode. Yeah, yeah, let's do. Because um, towards the end, I thought. I, I'm interested in how un, um, emptily villainous Damon right. is. Not yeah. that Joffrey and stuff weren't fun, and like Ramsay and and all of those being like, they weren't necessarily empty, but they were straight up evil and sure. like nasty. And he doesn't seem to be that same thing necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems smarter than them, basically, um, and a little more loyal and a little more like emotional and he seems like a hurt second, you know, younger brother yes. or whatever. Like he's, he's not out to, to maim. He's being careless with some people and whatever, but he really is, I think fighting for something he thinks he deserves and is maybe being petulant about how much mm. he thinks he deserves it. But I, I'm interested to see whether or not that character it ends up being a little, you know, uh, fucking Jamie Lannister kind of thing where it's like he's right. kind of the villain, but then you're like, oh shit, he's got a little heart in there somewhere. I mean, I don't, I already don't think he's a straight out villain. Oh. I, uh, you know, no. Joffrey and uh, Ramsay were psychopaths who happened to be in a position of power. I think that he is 
a just a pretty ruthless, straightforward guy who happens to be in a position uh, that he's not happy with. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, and he's so, uh, yeah, on the same page there. Kind of a bit of a crick, uh, a bit of a prick, I mean, who, um, <laughs> he's a bit of a creek, he's like sort of a Babylon Brook of a guy who yeah. um, is in a position that rewards that behaviour and has been sort of trained to be th- that way, so like... Yep, yep. I don't know, he's, he's, I, I'm not... Otto, after this episode, seems like way more of the, as uh, Damon called it, the cunt... Yeah, more of the little finger, more of the totally. Yeah, actually doing manipulations that are underhanded rather than just being straight up. As much as it yeah. is like rubbing people the wrong way, at least you know what Damon wants. Um, so um, we, we open a, up this episode. Oh, sorry. yes, we got a title sequence. I'm sure that's what you were yeah. going to say as well. <laughs> it. it is a proper, you know, same as Game of Thrones, going around a whole bunch of little models of moving stony kind of things and yep. blood river. Same theme song, I think, sort of re-recorded and re-orchestrated um, and whatever, but um, mm. definitely the same. And uh, just as long <laughs> yep, <laughs> as that first one. But, uh, yeah, it's cool to have that back and then um, cut to a, like, disgusting series of shots of these crabs yeah. eating up corpses on a beach that was really I sat down with my breakfast to watch this uh, episode this <laughs> yes. morning yes and uh, boy oh boy did it not mix well because we're seeing just little glimpses of right at the end we'll see like a person in a weird mask who I don't know if that's meant to be the crab feeder but we see yeah. the crab feeders work up there yeah yeah a lot of people getting eaten by crabs and like uh, wash like like trench foot, I guess is like what it's most similar yeah. to. Just bodies getting uh, eroded by the uh, the waves. Pretty gross. Still like half alive, screaming. You yep. know that. Yeah, they've been fucked up. Crab feeder doctors hate him. Crabs love him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you laughed at your own. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I wish I hadn't edited it out, please. No, no, it was good. I, I loved it. I, I we got some real gory violence in episode one. And we get mm. some real... This underlines the threat of this crab feeder guy. He's a real villain. He is, yeah. we have to assume from this, a real evil psychopath. And a, and a great He's threat really to have for um, in terms of an external threat rather than all the internal uh, politics stuff that we get also get this episode. Which we do come over to with Corliss uh, sort of barging into the to the um, uh, the chamber here, the, the small council room or whatever they call it. Yep. And complaining that, like, this fucking guy, he's getting real close to our shipping lanes. If we lose those shipping lanes, we're fucked. Let's go get him. And the king doesn't really want to. It would be war. It's the free mm. cities. It's their business. Leave them alone. And uh, there's a... So the free cities as well, are they beyond the wall? Or who are the free cities? I forget. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I think they're in just in es- Westeros, maybe, and they haven't been aligned into a kingdom. Right. Um, I'll sort look of up, up towards the northeast or something, right? Because they do talk about um, like the Iron Islands at some point, I'm pretty sure. I think we're in that area. It would make sense, I suppose, if it's on the coast. It's uh, Here we but go. But either way. It's like Pentos and... Um, oh, fuck. What was the other one I just read? Right. Um, duh, 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 duh. Pentos, um, Bravos, which we've been to before. Yes, Volantis. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are all those are all on the other continent where Daenerys was, right? That's where she kind of went through. Yeah, uh, freeing the slaves. 
Makes sense. And so that's where that shipping route is from kind of coming over there and, right. and bringing stuff over to Westeros. But like, he's, he's fucking stuff up, but it would mean a war with people who they're currently neutral with. So the king is very like, we ain't doing shit. Yeah. And he, I um, think he uses like literally a line from, you know, um, real world Western military history about not, you know, his duty is to not start a war or what you like. It's not right. that it's not that verbatim. You'll be shocked to learn, but that line <laughs> was very familiar, uh, and it's it makes sense and it's the nice thing to do. But I think as we learn throughout the episode, it maybe is not the most kingly thing to do, potentially. He's a little bit of a wet blanket. This guy, like, yeah, he's not he indecisive. He's just not showy in the way that if there's tension maybe is needed the same with those fighters where people keep talking and so um yeah uh reina reneris <laughs> rihanna still terrible with the name <laughs> rihanna gets she's pouring wine for people and she yep. mentions like hey how about we send uh, some dragons up we got dragon riders i love dragons i'm the yeah. dragon person they're where the they're the one thing that we have that no one else has that's why we're in charge come on and she is very quickly dressed down for speaking up there. Everyone's like, big record scratch. Yeah. The, a dog goes, <laughs> and like everyone turns and looks at her, yeah. mortified that she's spoken up, even if she is the future heir. Which, by the way, I think during this scene, it becomes clear throughout the episode, but um, we've skipped forward six months from oh, the yes. previous episode. Yes. I think um, that sort of starts to become evident during this uh, this scene as well. But so yeah, she gets told yeah. like, "Hey, how about you go do this fucking stupid chore that we're gonna send you away to do, yep. which is to uh, pick someone to be the new um, Kingsguard." Yeah, guy. just a a king, a Kingsguard, I think. Just uh, one of the Kingsguards yeah. died, or maybe yeah. So she's off to pick from these like. These fucking dorks standing yeah. in a courtyard being like, oh, I've won a javelin competition, whatever. It's a bunch of fucking bachelorette contestants over here. Yeah. Beauty and the goddamn geek is <laughs> yep. in season way too many. And uh, and she's getting coached through it by Otto. Like, no yeah. one thinks that she can do anything yet. And yeah. maybe she can't. She's 15 and, like, has not been trained to be the actual heir to the throne for her entire life. So probably is pretty green. Yep. But runs I mean, through she... these people... She can fly a dragon, so, that's all I know. And we'll see that later. And that's pretty a, fucking cool. Yeah, have a good conversation. She's actually, uh, yeah, maybe not suited to the stupid shit, but when she decides to get something done, she te seems to be okay at that. And when they do teach her things, she pulls it off perfectly. Like Otto right. tells her, like, maybe you could uh, thank him for his service to the realm, and she does a very good regal thank you thing, you know? Totally, totally. But eventually she picks this guy, Cole. Who we saw from yep. uh, the the fight against Damon, he was the guy who ended up winning. Mm -hmm. He's kind of a nobody. They say that he's like the son of someone's squire or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, and she likes him. He's the only one who's actually been in combat because he's been like at some place that was uh, repelling the people from um, uh, Westeros, Spain. Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, and so like yeah, he's he's, he's actually not a noble. She likes him. That's why, no. yeah. That's why he was in the army because he's literally just a dude, joined up as a soldier, or maybe even didn't have a choice, and proved himself in battle. So he was knighted, which is like absolutely, you know, in terms of the uh, affairs of court, that he's on a much lower class than everyone else. 
Absolutely, which they point out to and they're like, maybe a Malister or one of these people with a name that we know could be a useful person to pick because yep. we've got allegiances. But she doesn't give a fuck. She's doing things in the way that she sees fit. And the logic of this person's actually seen combat makes sense. Totally, absolutely. It makes about as much sense as the enjoyment that you would get out of being a, a, a <laughs> like model building divorcee. I know his wife died, but he's got a divorcee <laughs> vibe to him. This king who we he certainly come does. Back to now, I mean, we often is, we comment on sorry. like these fantasy shows um, and movies and stuff we talk about on other podcasts, having their like beautifully sculpted miniature set, their like war room set, their things right. representing everything, and, and it's like. Where'd you get that? Where'd you like just pop that out? At, you know, like who's you selling them at Games Workshop? And it's like, ah, oh, I guess the answer is every every dad in this show is still a dad, and he still likes his models. Exactly. They haven't yeah. invented the steam tray yet, steam train. <laughs> so what's he gonna like build a model out of? That's right. Just the city. Yep. Just old Warhammer, uh, not Warhammer 40k. <laughs> yeah, current actual war with hammers. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he hasn't painted any of them yet, though. He needs to get some of those Citadel paints. Give him a base <laughs> coat. I know how it works. Um, the Citadels are, you know, just a few days right away from memory. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sept of Baylor paint. <laughs> yeah. So he's, like, showing off his fucking toys to um, Alicent again. Yes. And she seems to, like, he's being kind to her. That It's not as weird as it kind of seemed in the first one. Like, it is still weird, right. and it is obviously a manipulation through her dad for her to do like it's a creepy situation but he's not being a cunt to her no he seems like a nice guy like whatever his flaws are and they're the kind of flaws that i think get you killed in game of thrones he seems like a pretty nice guy and i also think that she is fully aware by now what she's doing and a hundred thousand percent doesn't seem to be against it whether or not I mean she doesn't have a choice so that's a shame no but she's bought in and she probably wouldn't be unhappy being the queen you see a lot of guilt on her face like I think it's the same as a fair few of the characters here where they feel like they're doing their duty to the detriment of their own personal life and I think obviously Viserys is doing that throughout this episode Uh, Alicent is doing that I think that Damon feels as though he's doing that. Yes. I don't think yeah. that he seems to enjoy the interaction with his niece, and I don't think he likes having this rift with his brother. Yeah. Like, a lot of these characters are really doing what they think they should be doing. Yes. Which I've been taught is the only thing that is considered <laughs> good. So it means all of these characters are good. As long yeah. as they're following orders, that's that right. they're good. That's right. But yeah, um, so like she, yeah, it's he, it's odd because she seems to think that he's a nice old man. I think if the, her only relationship to him was, oh, this is my girlfriend's dad, they get along great. Sure. Oh, they b- love talking about models and fucking architecture and shit. They'd be getting like a house on fire. Unfortunately, they're about to set several houses on fire instead. <laughs> uh, speaking of fire, there's a whole ton of fire down in uh, the the sept where um, Alicent and uh, Rihanna. Yep. Go and uh, have a little chill. And Alicent has brought her there to be like, hey, look, my mum died. Sometimes I sit here and I think about her. It's real nice. How about you have a go? Yep. She does. She cries. They touch hands. Yep. These two are very close. And a betrayal would break their hearts. Yep. 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 They've both been vulnerable with each other. So Mm -hmm. vulnerable. 
Um, oh, there was something. There was something. Oh yeah. Um, in the previous scene, her uh, uh, dad, Daddy Viserys, says, "Don't mention these talks to your mate Rihanna." He does. Because and then she's she like, "Of course not. I won't." And yeah. then definitely doesn't mention it to Rihanna here. Yeah. So like, it's she is participating. To some degree, and look, if someone's forced into that role, then of course they start to participate. But she, you know, she isn't running off and dobbing. Yes, but and what she does do is very subtly be like, "Hey, when?" Because and also, yeah, Viserys is like, "I wish I could talk to Rhaenyra more." And so, yeah, in this scene with Alison and Rhaenyra, she's like, "Sometimes I have to make the first move with my dad when we're not talking." Yeah. So she's like being very good at this manipulation, and yeah. she's being very, very subtle. I think she says something about remarrying here as well. Like, starts planting these little seeds, and yeah, yep. um, Renera has a cry, and it's it's filmed in a way where, like, definitely the intention is to make it seem like these two are more than friends. I think so. If yeah, like, it's well, yeah, it's slightly romantic. Whether or not that is the case, or or what, at least the TV show is presenting it that way. Um, yeah. Which I think, yeah, is to is to the purpose that you said before of making it feel even worse um, at the end of this episode. Totally. Tell you what feels good about the middle of this episode, though. We're getting some fucking garden gossip again. Yes. We're getting people meeting up, having little chin wags, being watched from balconies. It is <laughs> textbook, old-fashioned, bullshit-ass Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Well, this isn't even... I mean, I guess it is early season... Seasons Game of Thrones, but um, it's more. It's like the 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 best bits. It's like season two and three, right? Like this is. It's when what's her name was like the peak of it, right? Um, the um. Oh, Tyrell. Yes. Yeah, I guess that was closer she to was the end the... then. Yeah. I, yeah, like season three or four, maybe the it was, and that's what we're getting. Corliss and uh, his wife, who again names not my strong suit. The queen who never was. The queen who ain't. Yeah. They're hanging out and suggesting to Viserys, hey, you got to remarry. What about our daughter? And he's like, she's pretty young though, right? And they're like, yeah, but we're the strongest houses. We've all got sure. the Valerian bloodlines. Yep. It'll be exactly the thing that we need to shore up our uh, our influence over the, the country here. That's right. I guess they underline, like, this is for to show your strength for the future. She's young as hell. So, yeah. like... She'll be around to have babies for a long ass time, and that's what you want. Yeah, and I guess and also, everyone... like like we said earlier, like um, Corliss is the one who's concerned about those shipping lanes because he has the navy. He is basically the admiral of yeah. this Seven Kingdoms alliance at the moment. And he says himself that he's the richest person here in Westeros, precisely because of that. So right. they've got everything to lose with not being by being seen as kind of weak. Because yep. I don't remember quite when they mention it. I think it's a bit later on um, that somebody is like telling Viserys straight up, we'll get to it, that um, he's being perceived as vulnerable. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like this this sort of conversation they have about um, marrying their very young daughter to him, everyone who we see him ask for, and he goes to cancel everybody who he can throughout yeah. this. He asks a lot of opinions and they're all like, that actually sounds like a pretty fucking good idea, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't look convinced yet. No. Uh, Especially not here at dinner with his daughter where yeah. they have sort of an awkward little meal, talk about how they never talk anymore and then quickly make it tense again. 
by her bringing up like, hey, when I spoke up at the meeting before, he's like, shut up about it. Don't worry. You're stupid. Yeah. You're young. You're an idiot. Fuck off. You're not yeah. capable of this. I still don't believe in you, even though I named you my heir. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. He really fucked up the bonding thing. He really fucked he, up the wanting to reach out and repair their relationship thing. There's no way. And look, it's not his fault necessarily that the world that they're in wants a man to be the ruler, but he is making it very clear that that's what he wants as well. Yeah. He yeah. is not able to move past the fact that she's a woman, I, I, and I don't think ever will be. It just doesn't seem like that's going to be possible for him. Agreed. I, 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 I don't want this to sound as weak as it does, but it does seem like he wants to go the path of least resistance in almost mm. everything. Sometimes that means right. doing something that is strong and is the right thing and that everyone around you agrees on. Um, sometimes it is not marrying a 11-year-old, yeah. even though that would be the most advantageous thing to do because the path of least resistance for him is marrying someone who's a bit older than that and he doesn't feel as much like a creep. And he talks about having this hole in his life after his wife died. He talks about how much he loved her to, to Rainer right. in the last scene and all that. And so yep. that bit is missing. And I think quite for the position he's in, selfishly, he mm. wants that back and thinks he sees it in um, in Alicent. Right. Which is because she has deliberately manipulated him into seeing that at the request of her father. It's fucked up again. Game yeah. of Thrones is all back and fucked. And her He's father. He's got his hand in a fucking jar of maggots near. <laughs> yeah, her father only knows to do that because he himself lost his wife and felt vulnerable right. about it. You know, it's like, man, you are turning something that you know feels horrible into political gain. It's beautiful Game of Thrones. And sharing that story with the king to ingratiate himself with him and, like, clearly is a fake friend here. What? 100%. He's a goddamn phony. He's a phony. He's a snake. But uh, he's he's advising along with the Grand Maester next to this fire while he's getting that finger eaten by maggots. Yep. Hey, it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world to marry someone. And I don't remember quite the way he words it, if he's careful to word it like, hey, marry someone. You should find <laughs> someone who you like. Maybe yeah. someone, green dress, who someone who like green dress, brown hair. Someone who you could marry, green dress and brown hair. My daughter, someone who you could marry. Yeah. All I'm saying is if someone gives you a dragon statue to, you know, make right. whole your model collection, it's a sign. Marry them. Marrying someone could maybe repair the uh, the dragon, which is you. Which is you. The, you're the Targaryen, so... But it, So he entertains the idea. He's being told from all angles, hey, marrying this fucking 12-year-old is probably a good idea. And he's like, what is this? What is my fucking castle full of David Bowie's over here? God rest <laughs> his soul. <laughs> but... What is this? The fucking meeting of the Drakes? Oh... <laughs> I'm the funny king. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was. He's just a he's an absolute wet noodle. It's exactly what you said. He's he's he, yeah. yeah he, he's bloody He's a peacetime king. He all of these people king. are all summer children. We've not heard anyone call anyone a summer child and it feels like that's because all of these people are goddamn millennials. Had it easy for so long. <laughs> Uh, and he was chosen as well. Like he went to the great council, and they they chose him to be king because he's a man, right. not because he deserved it or because he wanted it. Uh, mm. I think clearly, uh, his it's his cousin. I think Rainus, um, the queen who never was, <laughs> she she wants to be king 
slash queen. I mean, yeah. she has a desire for power and looks to be trying to making trying to make intelligent moves. And it's yeah, very telling that he will like he was in the same position that his daughter is in now, where he wasn't like brought up to be king, so he yeah. was put into it late, way later than she was because he was quite old. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, then has the goal to be like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. You ain't been trained. Okay, shut up. Let the men talk. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, in this bit now that he's entertaining this uh, a mar- marriage idea, walking down the street with um, this very, very young girl. Just a, a, like a, a child, a tiny child a, as well. She a may tiny well, child. I think they say maybe she's 12. And they yeah, say that like they, they won't bed until she's fourteen. She doesn't look twelve, which I'm sure in the books was like seven and eleven or something. They always well, add a couple years on for TV, of course. But like, yeah, a young-looking twelve-year-old speaks well, but like, fucking hell, that's just you. Totally, on, you get it to an extent. Like on a personal level, that's absolutely weird. It would be hard to do just for politics. Yeah, because he he is wincing. This whole time, like he clearly yeah. doesn't want to do this, and she's just sort of like parroting things that her parents have told her to say. So he's got no idea. Yeah. And then, yeah, the last thing she says is like, "Mom told me I wouldn't have to bed you till I was 14 He's like, "Holy fucking shit!" Yeah. What the fuck am I meant to do with that? Jesus fucking hey, Christ! I gotta wait over two here. fucking years over here. What am I supposed to be sitting on my hands the whole time? The, he's. Whoa! He's, what he's am I meant pedo. to be texting you and grieving you? What is this? The fucking Drake room over here again? Hey, we'll be back I gotta there. start a fucking YouTube channel over here. Oh. oh. <laughs> 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 what have I? <laughs> what have I gotta be an officially supported Twitch partner over here? <laughs> Endorsed by the company itself until they get wind of the thing that I was doing for ages that they knew about. Oh, oh. someone should make a law against oh. that, but I certainly won't. All right, okay, <laughs> okay. Hey kids, if I ain't grooming you on Minecraft, I'm certainly making your next suggested video a right-wing think piece. <laughs> oh, oh, um. king, king, king disrespect. Uh. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, so this then we meeting, get a yeah. This meeting is spied upon or just seen by people hanging yeah. out. Are those people being Rihanna and uh, Auntie Auntie Rainis, the Queen who never was? They have a little chit chat, yeah. more uh, more manipulation or at least a bit of ca- coaching going on. Yeah, a little like a friendly get the fuck out of the way, or not yep. friendly, but just like a, a a pretty clear like, hey, we're doing this, right? You're n- not gonna be a part of this as far as we're concerned you should probably step back a little because that's this is gonna happen we we're in here for the for the game and and regardless of what we want to do he will have a wife and he will produce a male heir unless exactly like you're fucked anything that happens so we're just gonna try and slip in here but either way it doesn't affect you we're not the villain someone's coming along Right, exactly. Which wouldn't is it true. be better to, for 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 it to be us? You know, we 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 are family. Which yeah, we're we're starting. I guess we started the incest vibes last week, but you know, the Targaryens this, love it. They were always fucking each other. They're all about it. Uh, Rhaenyra does a little bit of like, well, if the order is that a male will always be the uh, ruler, when I'm queen, I'll make a new order, which is very Daenerys. Um, mm. It feels more naive now than it did with Daenerys. I guess because Daenerys was probably already on the upswing of power. 
Um, right. Well, and Daenerys is, was taking the throne back for her family right. who were overthrown from it and had supporters who still liked the Targaryens more and all of that stuff. So she yep. was kind of representing a wave that was coming, whereas uh, Rihanna here is going to be replaced and actively no one wants her to be on that throne. Yeah. 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 I so don't think she's going to have time to create the new order. Uh, no, exactly. So, yeah. As, as you know, it'd be great if she could be like, yeah, I'll change everything. And hey, bad time this place had a little revolution. But it does seem naive from her, especially when talking to the person who literally was in her situation. Right. And got looked over like it's yeah. it's it's coming from a place of knowledge with with this woman with Rainus. absolutely yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i like this i like her i like Rainus. um oh, dude <laughs> one of my <laughs> absolute favorites yeah top four <laughs> wait four <laughs> um so, what's the next scene? Is uh, is it ah the next scene is more uh, more su- sweet nothings? Is that right? This is the the repaired dragon, and, right? Uh, yeah, those those two hanging out, Viserys and Alicent. Yep, doing a bit more chatting, and then Otto shows up to oh, yeah. uh, let him know that um, some shit's gone down. Yeah, some, something's happened. I and could not. Damon's. I I um. I thought it was going to be Crabman or something. Like I, I oh, loved I that I didn't see this coming at all, and it became a huge matter of conflict for the episode because there's already, like we've been talking about, a million plot threads of interpersonal conflict, and then they just chucked a big old firework on the bonfire here. It's each of the, the thing of every character having autonomy and moving at the same time was one of the most appealing things about Game of Thrones is that everyone seemed to be in motion all of the time. Right. And that's happened again. The mongoose himself has snuck into the nest and stolen an egg. Yes. Damon's got um, the same egg they find out that was in the... So it's like, I didn't. I don't know if this was really mentioned that much during Game of Thrones, but Targaryens apparently are chucking a dragon egg in with the... Uh, in with the babies when they're going to be an heir to the throne. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, we know that they had those three eggs, um, the Targaryens, yeah. with them. So maybe they did. Uh, but I, And I guess this is where it comes down to Damon as a character is, like we were saying before, he feel like he's acting the way he is because of the position he's been put in by others. However, mm. choosing the dragon egg that was put in the bed with your... Uh, um, dead nephew, stillborn nephew. Uh, yeah. it, it feels like a particular fuck you to Viserys. It feels like a fuck you as much as it feels like a. I do believe him when he says, "I follow this tradition. I th- I am doing what my house is meant to do. I think that I and like the thing that his house is meant to do is be cunts to everybody else and tell them they own them and shit. So like yeah. it's not great, but I think he's doing it from a place he thinks of. Uh, Loyalty and tradition and like duty, just as much as uh, the king is. Do you think is. it was? It had to be that specific egg, though. I think there's an element of fuck you, and I think there's an element of this should have been mine in the first place. So it's a fuck right. you, but I think from his point of view, the second fuck you. He's a, sure, it's a he, reply fuck you. He feels justified. Sure, sure, sure. I can see that as well. Um, it's t- it, you know that's why it's a good show because you can empathize with both. Uh, right. And, and yeah, so they he's... mention after they mention 
Uh, or or uh, Rainer asks which egg was it. He says it was Baylor, who was the kid. Yep. His egg. Viserys jumps up. He's out the door. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to fucking um, Dragonstone. So maybe it was a fuck you deliberately to get him to the wedding because that's the other thing. Right. Is there was a letter left there being like, hey, I'm getting married in two days to the woman I ran off with on the back of the dragon six months ago. Going to have a baby with her. Uh, she's going to be my second wife, which is apparently our tradition now. Right. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to have the heir to the throne up there. I fucking see you in two days. Yep. And Otto's like, don't go. That's insane. That's so <laughs> stupid. It's really dangerous. You're the king. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? And it's like, well, yeah, they are brothers, but that's not. No. Otto, and I think Otto that is Otto himself—he is smart, and I think the reason he's putting himself in harm's way as a smart man, going up there himself, is because this is a threat to his throne that he is trying to take right now. Right. Damon is the biggest threat that Alicent faces against her claim to being the queen and then the sun bearer or whatever. Yes, you know what I mean. So yeah, he's yeah, got ab- absolutely. skin in this game beyond being the hand of the king. Yeah, which it's still um, debatable, right? Like, just because the younger son of, or the younger brother, sorry, of of the king has a male heir, doesn't right. necessarily, you know, he that younger brother himself has been, you know, excommunicated, whatever. What's the whatever that word is? Um, yeah, he's exiled. A, yeah, or no, like specifically with the uh, the succession. Right. What right, is right. that? What whatever it's called. Um, it seems like he's out of the picture. Yes. Abdicate. Except it was forced on him, uh, so. It, but I guess as as much as we've seen in Game of Thrones and everything, it more depends on how much power you have behind you. If he gets an even bigger army and ha- exactly. has that claim, then you know, hey, we got a war going he's, on. He's gone up to Dragonstone, taken it over. Yep. Used his uh, little army that he's got to hold the Targaryens' traditional seat. Yep. So like it, that's showy, and that is like enough. To if people see this queen as someone they don't want, and the king therefore as wishy washy because he's intending to put that queen there, they'll prefer him and he will succeed the throne. So like he knows what he's doing and he's right that it could pick up momentum. Mm. So yeah, it needs to be squashed both for you know the actual king and princess's sake, but also for um, Otto's future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out to be quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It it literally is like he's brought him there as this little trap because like I forget her name but the the woman he says he's going to marry after uh, this little interaction. Miss Misseria, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, Misseria. Um she uh is <laughs> Unaware that he'd said all of this stuff to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so this is, this is a play. This isn't him doing this out of the love that he kind of claims he has. It is a play. And if you feel like playing or doing something out of the love that you have, yeah. there's a product that could serve you quite well if that playfulness or love <laughs> involves genitals. All right. Yeah, that's great. That's much better than I can come up with. Um, uh, Get I mean, your dragon can, eggs. Smooth as hell. We can manscaped. Always, we can always go back to uh, that. Uh, remember on the bridge? Uh, oh, what's his name? The, that man's caped. That man's caped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that man's caped. We, I, if we use that one ten times, 
during this this season of this show, it might get tiresome, but I'm willing to do that. I mean, um, this was yeah, the first time I know. I this was the first time I noticed that um, the mans were wearing capes. So that's, that's they've all me, got capes on. Yeah. And they've got probably real hairy balls, which it might not be oh. the choice that you want. Manscaped can help you ditch that look by making... They make real good electric razors. Uh, the Lawnmower 4.0 is, like, the best one I've ever used. Yeah. They're specifically made for, like, male genital grooming and male body yeah. hair grooming. But you can use them fucking anywhere that grows hair. Absolutely. I have, and I will continue to, because it always works. Um, I refuse to stop. <laughs> we won't stop. Uh, they're launching something called the Platinum Package on August 30th in Australia. That is tomorrow. Uh, the Platinum Package 4.0 is their best value deal yet. It includes the Lawnmower 4.0, which is their electric razor. Do it, Use it yep. on your balls, use it on your face, use it on your chest, use it on your butthole. Um, they've also you got... You do it all in one sweep. Oh. Then, uh, you're the king of grooming. And that also unlocks uh, my phone, I think. What is it? What, what do you use those gestures with? Some... Oh, yeah, like a Samsung? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, unlocks my Samsung. The Weed Whacker, that's what it's called. We talk about the ear and nose hair trimmer every week uh, or every other week. Uh, it's called the yeah. Weed Whacker. It's so fucking good, especially if you're a guy hitting like your mid-30s. Um, not like Adam and I, who are in our mid-20s and haven't encountered anything like that yet. Uh, <laughs> the saddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Weed Whacker is really great. Uh, it, there's like no nicks or cuts or anything. It's super, super safe. Uh, there's a body wash, a shampoo and conditioner, a deodorant, a uh, anti-chafing balm thing. There's a toner. There's a fucking awesome little travel bag. That all comes in the Platinum Package. It's a fantastic deal uh, package. Yeah. And you know what? So is mine. And you know what else? Uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping if you go to manscaped.com and use the code ARIA. That's A-R-Y-A. Uh, these are like genuinely the only electric razor for your body or face you'll ever need. We fucking love them. We've been using their products for years because of our uh, partnership with them on Filthy Casuals. Manscaped, it's good for you. It's good for your man. Fucking get around it. Yep. Great, 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 great present. 20% yes. off of free shipping is good too. Use That's the code good. You don't want to have sharp steel that is uh, being wielded dangerously down near your balls, but that's what's about to happen on this bridge, unfortunately. Yeah. They have like sort of a tense little talk. Otto's like, give me back the egg. Damon's like, nah. Uh, uh, Misseria. <laughs> she, the Macarena is like yeah. a... Like, kind of reacting as though she had no clue that he was planning to marry her or have a kid with her and all this yes. shit. She storms off at one point, which, yeah. She does. I I shouldn't... I didn't I didn't uh, pick up on her not knowing. I was just like, oh, she's mad at all this kerfuffle. Very quickly. <laughs> very, quick, very quickly clarified. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they have this, like, tense argument on the bridge, whip out their swords at some point, and then yep. along comes a dragon... Uh, specifically Viserys' dragon to be like, you know, good luck with your fucking swords, guys. Yeah, we got a nuke. You want to come to You'd the party? You need a second nuke to fight a nuke. You'd need to have mutually assured destruction, I think, would be a healthy place to be. Yeah, and that's a good luckily, concept you've come up with, Adam. Thank you very much. I don't think it'll ever go wrong. Um, 
the the clouds start to rumble underneath this bridge that I don't remember being quite as high as this when we visited Dragonstone in Game I, of Thrones. I agree. Maybe we... I think, though, <clears throat> we may have approached from the sea in Game of Thrones. We did, but if these people didn't approach from the sea, then I'm not sure where they came from. Although where? I guess they're I allowed know. to go through the land maybe now because... Yeah, it, it just... It, it seemed like, you know, people, and I don't think that this is a issue with the way it was laid out in Jurassic Park. People complain about that drop coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. This seemed like a much higher bridge than it used to be, but I assume that I'm wrong about that. You, no, it well could be, because they really emphasised the fucking scale of it. It was a beautiful shot, all those clouds and sunlight dappled yeah. through. I thought it looked fantastic. It was a bit green screeny when they were on the bridge. Um, but that's because it's close-ups of people, you know, that's fair enough. Mm. Um, but I, I actually thought, generally, uh, this was a really visually well-executed episode. It's cool. Yeah, I agree. And it, a lot of it is like fog in the valley or whatever, too. But <laughs> yes. this dragon is flying very closely to the ground in that case. And, yeah, rumbles through the clouds and comes up yeah. with this dramatic reveal that uh, here's Rihanna on the back of her dragon, using it to protect everyone. And uh, it's risky. And she shows up and yeah. no one told her to come here and she's done this on her own. But she has a little chat with her uncle and you can tell, again, that he genuinely cares about his family. Yeah. And now that she's here, he's like, well, fuck, I don't want to kill her. She says to him, like, I'm your fucking problem here. I'm the heir that you're worried about. Yeah. Kill me. Go on. Yeah. And he doesn't do it. He just nah. throws the egg at her, fucks off. And then yep. they put she, the egg she... in a little oven. <laughs> yeah, they got a little crock pot, boiling away at the back. Have a little yeah. bit of dragon egg fondue. Yep. Um, and off back home they go. After yeah, um, um, Damon and uh, Macarena have uh, <laughs> a, a tense chat about him being a selfish prick. Yeah. She's like, "You promised me all this shit when you came here. You said I'd be free, and like being with you is fucking sucking right now because you." Doing all these little ploys without me, I yeah. You got to bloody clue me in on the ploys. Uh, Get me a first line. Ploys. First line I didn't love of the show is when she goes, "You know, I didn't want to be with you for gold or power." Oh, also, is she doing a French accent? Just what was? That? I assume that it. I kind of thought of it as a made-up accent for the show. I don't know if it was meant to be like Dornish or from across the sea or whatever. I'm not it, sure what her it had, real accent is. It had... Uh, she's American, I think, or English, actually. Where was... Um, where, that, I don't remember her name, but Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter who was married to uh, Rob Stark. Where was oh, she yeah. from in the show? Oh, fuck. Because it kind of reminded me of that voice. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Um... But it kind of sounded initially kind of like a Caribbean accent, you know, like a bit of a... Sure. And then maybe it's that, maybe, and then it went a bit more French. I don't know. It was uh, it was an accent I've never heard in the show before, I'll say that. Um, but what Fair she enough. says, she says, I didn't, I'm not with you for gold or power. I'm with you to be liberated. And then yeah. he says... From what, he asks yeah. unnecessarily. <laughs> liberated from what? It's such a, it felt like a real, you know, a real... TV script line. 
I noticed the exact same one. And then she says, from fear. But it's like, yeah. why would you ask Liberated from what? Because you literally took her out of the brothel you met her in. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not gold or what? power, it's like, well, yeah, from being in that awful situation I was in where I was afraid every day and was a piece of property. What? Yeah, you, you were well aware that she was literally a sex slave because you employed yeah. her for sex slavery. Yeah, Maybe she wasn't a sex slave at that point, but the way it all is there, you assume that everyone's had a bad fucking time for a lot of the time. Absolutely. This is a I- Westeros rule that I'm applying to Westeros only, as um, should all rules be. <laughs> uh, and it's fair enough, though, you know. Now she's been taken from, from a position of, of fear into what she thought was stability, and now right. him doing these fucking plans and tricks without her knowing, she's back into instability. She doesn't know what's going on. Exactly. And that put she's her... somebody's fucking tool again. Yeah. Like, if they want to uh, quash and quell this uh, potential challenge to the throne, a great way to do it would be to kill her so that she can't have any heirs. Right. Right. So, not nice. <laughs> um, back, back home in uh, the Red Keep, we're... Um... Seeing, yeah, uh, Viserys going on his oh, yeah. advice spree some more. That guy who we haven't really talked to much, who uh, I'm still not quite sure who he is, but one, the other guy on the council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just seems like some random lord, right? Like not a yeah. not a money man or a maester or anything, just sort of like a dude. Maybe he's like the head of the army, I don't know. Bit of a kiss ass. Yep. Kind of just like telling him what he wants to hear a little bit he's like i'll speak plainly as ever and then he's like you're the greatest and i love your (laughs) silver locks you're beautiful yeah and i think you're a fantastic king but yeah they um are chatting there and then he finds out Viserys. someone comes up and he's like the princess has come back from dragonstone he's like a hubba hubba who now (laughs) that's what he says which was the second bad line of the show yeah when he says a hubba hubba who now uh hubba hubba who now (laughs) Um, uh, and kind of admonishes her, but then he's like, I can't, I get it though, also. Right. You remind me of your mother, who I loved. Yeah. And he's talking about love and the hole in his life that's missing from having a person he cared about. Yep. Yep. yep, yep which yep, leads yep. to. Oh, and the, uh, I mean, we, we did establish this before about everyone telling him the same advice, but yeah, random Lord guy was like, Look, to speak honestly with you, definitely marry the 12-year-old. It's a perfect match. Politically, it makes sense. Militarily, yeah. it makes sense. It's going to re-establish you as a strong power. It's the only thing that you can do that makes sense right now. Corliss is the richest person in Westeros, apparently, and is also the one who is like the most uh, ornery towards the king. Like right. right at the start of this episode, Otto has to be like, just because you're on the fucking council doesn't mean you're the same as the king, cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. That's, again, some clunky dialogue in this one. <laughs> I didn't mind that one, personally. <laughs> you come in here all effing and jeffing at the king? <laughs> Turn around. Pull your socks up, mate. Go back. Go down to the bloody effing and jeffing room. That's where you belong. This is for kings. <laughs> but so the whole council's kind of gathered here um, with Alicent here, which... Already yes. is like, well, yes. surely that's unusual. Yep. Yep. And he's um, gathering his uh, wits and stealing his resolve to to tell these guys, hey, I've made a decision. I'm going to marry. And the person I'm going to marry is. Going to be revealed like that. after the ad break. <laughs> Everyone's face, yeah. Um, it's Alicent. Yeah, it's bloody Alicent. 
that bloody plan that Mr. Otto was formulating, it's it's worked. He's he's it's winning. Worked. And Rihanna looks upset and betrayed. Alison looks at her like a hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, huh? Yeah, girls gotta, gotta eat, huh? Girls gotta eat. And I'm basically being forced to do this as well. So I look like I'm guilty, but also I don't know how much of this is me starting to think about the fact that I might benefit it from it. But yeah, and Corliss is mad. He fucking storms off. Yeah. Um, storms off all the way up to fucking Dragonstone. <laughs> yeah. He storms off. He marches up there so angry for weeks and weeks. <laughs> just oh, fucking butterfly. He has to send off like ravens and shit. Eventually his army catches up his bodyguards. They're like, hey, come yeah. on. What? Can you stomp stomping for a bit? He's like, no, I've got a plan. I'm going to bloody see it through right now. No stopping. Yeah. And he's having a chat with someone. You don't know who it is at first, but it's obviously Damon. And uh, saying about how, you know, I've got all these shipping routes. They've been put in danger. I don't know what I think about the way things are going right now. Hey, I basically would back you for the throne if you went for it. He gives him a we're not so different, you and I. We both had to yeah, fight, yeah, yeah. which it's untrue. It's entirely untrue. And I don't think that Damon buys it entirely. doesn't look like no. it. It's like no, like you, yeah. You may have had to like scrap and fight to to make your way, but I actually haven't. I'm I'm the younger brother of the king. I was always exactly. part of a, a royal family, whether I was king or prince or whatever. I his like you are just buttering me up. Absolutely, fucking um, Corliss's sob story starts with the sentence when I ascended to the uh, throne, which uh, the Driftwood throne. Yeah, like well, you started so. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But sure, I'll talk to you about the treason, I guess, that we're talking about now. You know what I want to do, but don't talk fucking shit about my brother. I'm allowed to say he's a cunt, but you aren't. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, you can really overlay like a succession, like the TV show, or like a, you know, tr- move it to like the council flats and it's just a family who don't like each You know, it's like, it's such right. a, uh authentic family balance of power dynamic that it it's which is perfect it's great you know it could be said anywhere and it would still be a really uh, in, engaging show um yeah and, and it's yeah i guess the fact that i can say that a, about a character named daemon targaryen is a good sign but um yeah yeah I, I i liked this i don't think personally i don't think that daemon is all in with corliss or will be um i mean he does seem pretty uh unsure to the end of this episode as well. So that's, you know. Right. Because the suggestion that they're talking about here, I actually didn't quite under... Are they talking... I don't remember if they were talking about teaming up with the crab guy or going out to fight the crab guy themselves just to get rid of him and fuck him up. I think it was uh, they will team up and fight the crab guy against the king's wishes to show their worth and value to the rest of the realm. That's right, because they're talking about the second son has to earn earn it rather than be given it. Right. And, yeah, we see intercut stuff with all the, the crab people. And I don't <laughs> know if this is meant to be the, the big crab king, the, yeah. the guy with the kind of golden mask on, or if this is just a crab soldier. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, apparently, I mean, there was a next time on, which I didn't watch. And there's I like, haven't either, no. Yeah, there's a trailer for episode three on YouTube, which I haven't watched uh, we're going to watch it next week, so I'm not the kind of person who feels the need to watch that now out of context, so it may well say. No, but, um, 
let's assume it's Mr. Krabs, and that's what we see next week. Uh, the start of a little right. uh, little tussle between these these three. I'm absolutely with you that I don't think Damon trusts fucking Corliss at all. Yeah. Because if he didn't trust Otto either, like what he probably doesn't yeah. trust any of those people who would be on that council. Totally. And would want to ditch them all if he was going to be taking his uh, little butt and putting it on the Iron Throne. That's right. They so, they have very specifically conflicting desires. They all want to be yeah. on the throne. So yeah. And. Someone who's like loyal, 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 and then comes to you and they're like, "What about some treason?" You got to be like, "You fucking are no way, yeah, no way am I trusting you beyond after that guy's head's lopped off." Yeah, and it's yeah, yours yeah. next. Totally, and I'm um, yeah, but I'm I'm keen to see if Damon is as smart as we think he is. I think he's being played that way, uh, and yeah, yeah, probably is still the most interesting character to me in the show. But I do like what Rihanna's got to work with. You know, it's an interesting character arc that we're we're seeing with her. Uh, I like See how the conflict like, between confident and stuff her... she is. Sorry. Um, yeah, getting to see in the future the conflict between um, her and Alicent and, right. and have that blow up and maybe her stopping trusting Otto because of that and talking to her dad about that and all those people starting to infight with each other. I'm looking forward to I don't know yeah. what direction it'll go with these people. Like... The, the, the fact that it's new situations and new characters, it's not a given with shows like this. Yeah. It can run into the same sort of thing. So that's, I think, why before we were worried. But the directions they're pushing in are new stories. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, I'm super excited. I, I think my thing with uh, Alicent is like, she probably has laid enough groundwork to be like, hey, Rihanna, I didn't choose this. You know, I'm a victim right. of this, you know, politics but hey, is it better for, for it to be me than anyone else? I can see her pulling that card, which may well work. Uh, but yeah. I feel like um, fucking, what's her name? Natalie Dormer's character in Game of Thrones, uh, oh. Marjorie. That's right. Um, was a bit of the same thing where at first it was like, oh, I'm being forced to do this, da, da, da. But then at some point you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is you. Yeah, 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 so yeah, absolutely. I could see maybe that being the type of person that Alison is as well, maybe. Uh, yes, I do think or, that is the truth, but yeah, yeah, we 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 may be wrong. I would love for it to be that she's like, "Look, I don't want to fucking do this. I'm in love with you. I'm married to your dad, but I want to be with you." Like, you know, that'd, that'd be, be sick. cool too. That'd That's be a the good dream. St- <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up there. Uh, yeah, another great episode of this show. I, I'm so so glad that it is a good fun TV show to watch, and Same. yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back next week for episode three. Keep sending in your emails. I think that's the best way to, to do it because, yeah, you can be a bit more expansive and uh, I can scan them properly to make sure there's no spoilers. So uh, Aria talking to me pod at gmail.com. Um, love to hear from you. And uh, just remember that, yeah, we will be reading them before. Well, on the episode that the next episode, you know, is for. So oh, right. you got to, but you get it. Everyone who's emailed so far has gotten it. I don't need to explain how time works to you. And we record pretty quick after that episode. Yeah. So you'd need to email it within the first like hour after that episode was on or something. But That's don't true. do that. That's true. Uh, but yeah, would love to hear from you throughout the week. Uh, we're also, yeah, Ari talking to me on Instagram. And if you are new uh, or if you're old and haven't reviewed the show yet, love a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us. Uh, we got a little feature on Apple this week. We're in the little game oh, or nice. House of the Dragon hub. Uh, 
Which is really cool. Nerdiest place <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> but it's on, I'm at yeah. the house of the dragon hub. Come meet me. <laughs> uh, it's like on the front page of the Apple Podcasts app. So if you are coming here from that, uh, welcome. There's a whole bunch of episodes about Game of Thrones that you can catch up on if you want to. But uh, yeah, stick with us for House of the Dragon. I think it's going to be a really interesting season. Hey, I reckon it already is. Well, hey, we'll see you next week. Hey, agreed. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.